The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. It is another absolutely gorgeous day here in Salisbury, Maryland, and we are prepared for Game 2 of this Best of 3 series in the NCAA Super Regionals, where today the Mount St. Joseph Lions will be taking on the Salisbury Seagulls on the Seagulls' home field, where they have won 54 consecutive games. But out of those 54 consecutive wins, they have never been the road team on their own home field. So we'll see what happens here this afternoon in game one of what we hopefully will be two games here this afternoon in bright, sunshiny skies. The temperature is going to be over 90 degrees here. I'm Dave Mitchell along with Chris Morris. Good to have you with us on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Chris, yesterday a heartbreaking one to nothing victory, but on the bright side of that loss the Lions had to Salisbury yesterday, they know now they can play with this team, and now they've got to prove it on the field. You're exactly right, Dave. They never lost confidence. They went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the number four team in the country. A one-nothing loss. Nothing to hold your head about. You get another opportunity today, and if you got to win one to create a game two this afternoon, so take it one game at a time, one inning at a time, and one out at a time. It will be Cam McCool on the mound for the Lions here this afternoon in the second game of the series. She pitched a gem yesterday, Chris, but just came up on the bottom end of a one-nothing score. Yeah, Cam had two walks on the day, two strikeouts, only gave up four hits, and it was back-to-back -back doubles in the second inning for Salisbury, the middle part of their lineup that delivered the one run in the ball game. But outside of that, Cam McCool was lights out, and she gave us a chance to stay in the ball game, and that's all you can ask for the senior pitcher. Lindsay Windsor is going to go back to the mound here this afternoon. She had a fastball yesterday, Chris, that we talked to the coaches. She was topping out at about 62, 63 miles an hour, which is extremely good for a Division three softball pitcher. She retired the last 14 in a row that she faced against the Lions. The last hit the Lions had yesterday, the last base runner 
the Lions had yesterday was in that third inning when Emily McDonald got the base hit to right field, advanced to third on the only error of the ball game against either team. Yeah, you have to give Windsor credit. She threw a really good game. She had four strikeouts, only gave up two hits. She had zero walks and obviously zero runs scored. She only threw 65 total pitches. 50 of the 65 were strikes. She's going to get another chance today in the circle, so she's not going to walk you a ton. She is going to throw strikes, and the Lions are going to have to find a way to get some base runners today. That is critical. Well, the Lions are in exactly the opposite position that they were in last Sunday against Babson. Babson had to come in and win two straight. They won the first game, forced game two, and they ended up losing that second game, which put the Lions in this position that they're in today. The winner of this two out of three series will go to the National Championship Series coming up next weekend in Virginia, and of course we'd like to be there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're the Mount, again, you're focused on one game at a time, and if you can win this first game this afternoon, you're talking about a team that's never lost in 54 attempts here at home. How are they going to react to that? So if you're the Lions, you're looking at one game, one inning at a time, and if we can flip the pressure back on Salisbury, how will they handle that in a game three winner take all? Any surprise with you going with McCool here in the first game rather than Kemp? No, I'm not surprised either way. I think Windsor threw well enough. I think Cam threw well enough. I think both coaches trust their ace. And in a game that winner take all, give a chance to senior Cam McCool to deliver here. And then obviously Windsor, she's one of the best in the country with under one ERA. If you're going to shut the door on the Lions' season, you might as well put her in the circle. Well, yesterday, Lindsey Windsor pitching an outstanding ball game. Their head coach, Lacey Lord, and also Lauren Myers talked to the media after yesterday's game, and they said, well, they're ready to get going for game number two. Yeah, I mean, we can, we certainly, we're a good walking team, too, so I think we can utilize that. Um, you know, and that doesn't mean that we'll give up on the steal either. I think, you know, statistically, we should be able to get it done. So. I think we've got some more tools in our toolbox. Yeah. Yes. So we'll give them all the way today. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just day one. Just day one. Um, what's going to be the key for tomorrow with the heat? <laughs> um, well, the good news is, is that we've kind of been in it a little bit, so I think we're a little bit more acclimated to it. Um, but just staying cool, you know, and that's, we, we've got, Anybody on the bench can come in at any time. We have full trust in everybody on our team. Um, you know, but just hydrating, staying cool, and um, trying to get it done in one. So. Uh, Lindsay, you pitched, what, 55 pitches? Yeah. You were very efficient today. Um, what was the key for today's success? As soon as we got that run on the board, I felt just really confident in our team and the defense really loud. I had my back today. I think it's all school's over now, so it's all on the field. Uh, what's the game plan for tomorrow? We get it done. Attack good pitches um, and you know just play the way that we've been doing all season. I mean, really just trusting in the process of what we've done, what's gotten us here, and keep on with it. So. What's your guys' message to your, your fellow teammates for to get it done tomorrow? Trust each other. We know that we can do it. Yeah, have faith in your approach and get after it. Be confident in yourself. Lindsay Windsor and along with Lauren Myers and their head coach, 
Lacey Lord after yesterday's win. Chris, they think they've got a lot left to go in this one, and of course the Lions feel like if they can bunch some base hits together, they can get this thing accomplished today. I think both teams still believe, obviously Salisbury believes they're one game away from the national tournament, but the Lions believe that they can win two games this afternoon. They've done it all year long. They've only lost back-to-back -back games one time all year long, and that was to Hanover at the end of the regular season. So they did not lose confidence, and they brought it yesterday defensively. The pitching was good. Like to have a little bit more hits, but when Windsor's in the circle, she's one of the best in the country, and hits are going to be very limited, and so are runs, and it's going to be the same this afternoon. Salisbury is going to be the visiting team on the scoreboard here in game one, and then we go to the coin flip in game two. The Lions will be in the third base dugout for today's game, and they will be... Salisbury in the first base dugout all day long here this afternoon. The wind is swirling here at Seagull Stadium. Yesterday it was blowing straight in from right field, and today it's blowing straight in from right field, but also pushing over toward the left field stand, so the ball may carry just a little bit more out to left field today than it did yesterday, Chris. Salisbury comes in with 47 home runs as a team. It puts them up in the top 10 in the country. And Abby Mace, their leadoff hitter, She's an All-American from last year. She'll probably be an All-American again this year. She's got 16 home runs. We'll see if one gets out of the park today. Yesterday, everybody was inside the park, but I would expect somebody to hit one out today. We'll see what happens. It's 90-plus. It's sunny as we get ready to go on first pitch. Well, Salisbury 40-6 and six on the season coming into this afternoon's game after that victory yesterday, one to nothing over the Lions. Let's take a look at their starting batting order here today. It will be Manny, uh, Abby Mace leading it off. She was caught stealing yesterday, went 0 for 3. The center fielder hitting 447. Lindsay Windsor, 17 and 1 on the mound for the Seagulls. She will be the pitcher and bat second. Natalie Paoli will be at shortstop batting third. She hit 364 during the regular season with five homers, 39. RBIs. Megan Reed will be the DP this afternoon. She moves up to the cleanup position. Reed hitting 397 on the year. She was one for two in the game yesterday. Lauren Myers will be batting fifth. She is at first base. Meyer, the sophomore, hitting 353 on the season. Maddie Ledman, the outstanding third baseman. Ledman is hitting 379, excuse me, and she is batting sixth on the year. Carly Galbraith will be at second base batting seventh, the freshman hitting 306. Then comes Emily Stockman, another freshman behind the plate. She's hitting 262. And Maddie Lemon will be in right field today, hitting 235, batting ninth. So it's Mace, Windsor, and Paoli. Reed, Myers, and Ledman, the four through six hitters. And the bottom three, Galbraith, Stockman, and Lemon. For head coach Lacey Lord in her second year, she is assisted by Nate Parsley and Margie Knight. The only time, Chris, this year, other than yesterday, that Salisbury won a one to nothing game 
was back on April the 9th against Mary Washington. They won that game one to nothing. Other than that, they scored more than two runs in every other game. Yeah, they average over six runs a game. They're offensive-minded team. So with what Cam McCool did yesterday to keep it to one run, that's exactly what you want from a pitcher. And today, you hope for the same, and you hope that your offense can score one or two runs. If the Lions can get three runs today, they're going to be in a good spot. Well, in the top three of that batting order yesterday, the Lions, Mace, Windsor, and Paoli. Well, Mace was 0 for 3. Windsor was 1 for 2 with a bunt single. And Paoli was 0 for 3. So, all totaled, they were 1 for 8 at the top of the order with a walk and a bunt single. Yeah, you did a good job with the 1, 2, 3 hitters. They're all region players. Um, and you said you could live with if it was the bottom half or the middle of the order that beat you, and it was. It was the 4, 5, 6 guys that got the two doubles, and that's how they scored their run, but we did a good job of keeping one, two, three off the bases. Cam McCool, 19-5 and five on the year, will be going for the Lions, and when we return, we'll have the opening pitch right after this timeout. Your shipping manager left to find himself, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. As we told you, the Lions are the home team on the scoreboard here this afternoon for this first game, actually game number two of this two out of three series. So they will be in their home white uniforms, the pinstripe uniforms with the dark blue numerals and yellow trim. And for Salisbury, they are in their all maroon uniforms with white numerals, stripes down the side, and gold trim as the Lions take the field to get this one underway here at Seagull Stadium in Salisbury, Maryland. Cam McCool on the mound here this afternoon. McCool is 19-5 and on the season. She was the loser, the hard luck loser, in yesterday's game against Salisbury, dropping her fifth game of the season. But she has been outstanding throughout the rest of the season for the Lions. 
as everyone knows, and as I search for my stat sheet. I was going to say, Cam, into the day's game, she's 1.32 ERA. She's 19-6 of the year. She's pitched 165 innings. She's had 179 strikeouts. And she's got a big task in front of her today as Abby Mace steps into the plate to lead off for Salisbury. Abby Mace, one of the leaders for the All-American Honors in Division Three, and also for the Player of the Year. She's got 16 home runs, 49 RBIs, hitting in the leadoff spot because, Lord, their head coach would like to get her more at-bats. We are set to get underway. Mace chokes up on the bat in the right-handed batter's box, takes that high for a ball. We're underway. 90 degrees here today in Salisbury, Maryland. Mace was 0 for 3 yesterday in the ball game. 59 hits on the year. And the righty takes that pitch a little high. And the count goes 2-0. Happy Mace is a junior from Delaware. Comes into today hitting 447. She's got 59 hits on the year, 11 doubles, 6 triples, 16 home runs. 18 on the back of her uniform, takes that pitch, outside and low, and boy, the strike zone right now, Chris, appears to be extremely tight, 3-0. McCool now down 3-0 in the count. Mace does have 20 stolen bases on the year. We'll check the Lions' defense, the 3-0, squared to bunt, but took it for a strike over the inside corner. It is Lang out in left, McDonald in center, who made a couple of sterling plays yesterday. And Maddie Kennedy playing deep in right field. At third is Fincham, short Cornelius. As the pitch swung on, popped up into left field. Lang coming over near the line, medium depth, has it for the first out of the ball game. The Lions have done a fantastic job in the last two games with Abby Mays to lead off. She pops out to left field, Allie Lang, to start the game. Finishing out the defense for the Lions, Stevenson is at second, Gabbard at first, Ivers behind the plate, and McCool on the mound, and it brings to the plate Lindsey Windsor. Windsor yesterday struck out, walked, and reached on a bunt single, but was stranded there, one away. She'll be the starting pitcher also, takes a strike at the belt. Windsor comes in, she's hitting 456. She's had 34 runs, she's had 52 hits, three doubles, three triples, seven RBIs, or seven home runs, 30 RBIs, and she was the winning pitcher yesterday. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate is a floater hung inside. Count now one ball, one strike. Another great crowd here this afternoon. We told you yesterday this stadium is almost identical to what the Lions have at the softball complex on River Road. The 1-1 pitch swung on, fly ball popped up into the outfield. Maddie Kennedy started out, now goes back in. Now Stevenson parks underneath there, and Basket catches it in short right field for the second out of the inning. Nice job by Kelsey Stevenson. She's battling the sun here. It was a high fly pop-up right into shallow right field. Kennedy was coming in for a long run, and Stevenson called her off for the second out. Natalie Pioli was 0 for 3 yesterday, the junior shortstop hitting 364. Open stance, stands even with the plate on the right side. And the two-out pitch is in tight. Talk about these one, two, three hitters for Salisbury, all region players. They're all juniors. They will return next year to Maryland. One and know the count. To Paoli, and the pitch. 
is down a little low, and that count now goes to 2-0. Those are two great pitches by Cam McCool, one on the inside corner, one low in the zone, just not getting those calls early on. We'll see if it's on the opposite side as well. Wind blowing out towards left field. That pitch is high again, 3-0, and and Cam just kind of shakes her head. She's not sure it's a floating strike zone right now. Ivers turned to the home plate umpire. He said it was up, so she's missed in, she's missed up, and she's missed low. Not exactly sure where he wants it except yeah. down the middle of the pipe. North, south, east, west, where has it got to go? 3-0, and that pitch is a strike over the inside corner. That's a gimme pitch, 3-1. and Talked about Paoli, she's a junior, 51 hits, nine doubles, three triples, five home runs, all-conference shortstop. Megan Reed has moved up to the cleanup spot today. She's on deck. That pitch. Ball four outside. Where in the world was that? That is a gimme walk by the home plate umpire. And that is atrocious calls right there for Cam McCool. None of those plays were off the plate at all by one or two balls. We are just to the left today of home plate. And all five of those pitches looked extremely good. Two down, runner at first base is Paoli. That brings up Reed hitting 397, right-handed batter. And that pitch swung on and grounded to Cornelius. A short, strong throw to first is in time to get the runner. And that'll do it here in the first inning of play. As we head to the bottom of the first, no runs, no hits, no errors. And Salisbury leaves one on. We go to the bottom of the first. It's Salisbury nothing. And the Lions coming to bat. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, the Lions will use their usual lineup here this afternoon as they have all throughout the latter part of the regular season and into the tournament. Allie Lang will lead it off, and she is batting 384, playing left field. Then comes Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson, the second baseman, batting second. Batting third is Macy Cornelius, the shortstop, hitting 427. Rachel Gabbard, the cleanup hitter this afternoon. She's hitting 353, playing first base. Casey Kemp will be the DP today. Kemp had a Single yesterday, just one of the two hits. Kemp hitting 265 on the season. Maddie Kennedy is in right field, hitting 337, batting sixth. Then comes Casey Fincham, batting seventh. The third baseman hitting 339. B. Ivers behind the plate, hitting 313 on the year, batting eighth. And then comes Emily McDonald, the center fielder, hitting 355 on the year for the Lions. So it's Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius. Gabbard, Kemp, and Kennedy, the middle three. Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald are the bottom three for the Lions under Beth Goderis in her 21st year, 336 wins in her career at Mount St. Joseph University. That was a big inning for Cam McCool. Obviously, he didn't like that walk, but was able to get two pop-ups and a ground out to Cornelius to get through the top half of that lineup. Let's see if the Lions offense can get it going against Windsor today. Oh, I know Allie Lang yesterday saw an expanded strike zone. Two of the strikes that she had in the strike zone in the fifth inning were in the right-handed batter's box. But they were called strikes. Lang, left-handed batter, leads it off for the Lions. No score, we're in the bottom of the first game number two of this series. And that pitch is a strike over the outside corner on one. Allie Lang, the junior, comes in hitting 384. 53 hits on the year. Lang 
When she gets on base, things happen for the Lions. The 0-1 swung on and foul back against the screen near the third base dugout, 0-1-2. Windsor had four strikeouts, zero walks yesterday against the Lions. We'll check the defense for Salisbury here in just a moment. 0-1-2 the count. Lang chokes up a little bit, and the pitch high. One and two defensively. Kutita is in left field. She graduated this morning and had to get here and out of her graduation dress and into her uniform late. Then comes Mason center, Lemon in right. Lednon is at third base. Paoli at short, Galbraith at second, Reed at first. Stockman is the catcher, and Windsor's pitch down low, and the count now goes to two and two. Nice job, Allie Lang battled back. Two-two count now. Got to protect on the outside corner. Go to work here. The leadoff just looking for a base runner for the Lions. Only had three base runners all afternoon yesterday. Lions come into this one with a record of 34 and 11. And that pitch swung on a grounder right back to the mound. Windsor picks it up, throws it into the dirt, but dug out by Reed. And the first out of the inning registered by Salisbury. Lang grounds out to the pitcher. And nice job by the first baseman Reed to hang as that throw was low in the dirt. But she scooped it out, one out in the inning. Stevenson now steps up to the plate. Kelsey, the second baseman, hitting 300, right-handed batter. Stands up close to home plate and even with it. One-out pitch, swung on and missed. Started her out with a change of pace. Nice pitch by Windsor. Gets Stevenson on a big cut on the changeup to start this at bat. Stevenson may have to tie her shoes. She swung the bat so hard she may have come out of them. And now Dee Dee Morris is going to bring her down in between first base and home and tell her just to settle down and make contact with the ball. Kelsey, one of those players that she is strong enough that when she makes contact, the ball will fly. Just can't try to be too strong. Home plate umpire taking forever to register that visit. I did it in one mark. <laughs> Didn't take that long. Owen won the count. One down here in the bottom of the first. That pitch, strike two. Comes on the inside corner on Stevenson. Now 0-2, 2-4, and White's going to have to go to work here. Two strikes. 0-2, Macy Cornelius is on deck. Stevenson, three homers, 27 RBIs. That pitch in the dirt. I thought yesterday Windsor threw about the best that she could throw, Chris. Yeah, she threw well. Only 65 total pitches. 50 of the 65 were strikes. She could have faced Christopher Newport yesterday and won that game, I think. 1-2, and two, pitch swung on and tapped foul over into the first base side. Count stays one and two. Salisbury has six losses on the year. Four of the six are to Christopher Newport, who's the number one team in the country. Beat Virginia Wesleyan yesterday. They're one win away from Salem, Virginia today. One and two the count. Again, Windsor changes the pitch. That pitch swung on and grounded a first base foul. And the count stays one and two. We talked about this yesterday, Chris, that Windsor, when she wants to change the pitch on the signs coming in from the dugout, slaps her right thigh one, two, or three times. There she went three times. And the one-two pitch swung on the ground and right back to the mound again. Windsor on a hop, throws to first, and there are two away. And Stevenson loses her cards as she goes down now to first with two outs. One, both grounded out to the pitcher and two outs in the inning. Well, she does that a lot. 
Cornelius now steps in. Oh, there's one more right out in front of home plate. Two down. No score so far. Outfield playing straight away in medium depth for Cornelius, who's got 61 hits on the year. Swung on a grounder to third to Ledman on one hop. Throws to first in time, and the Lions go down one, two, three. If you count yesterday, that is 17 in a row that Windsor has retired on the Lions. We've played one, no score here from Salisbury on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jolliffe, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris right back here at Seagull Stadium in Salisbury, Maryland. Been a really enjoyable trip coming over here, Chris. We had a good time. Hotel was decent. Plane flight was good, and I'm not big on plane flights. Yeah, the team had a chance to go to Ocean City in Maryland on Thursday night. Got to eat some seafood and spend the night and kind of walk the boardwalk and enjoy the ocean for a little bit. So New York one week, Maryland the next. They've had a good summer break, and they're playing ball, and they've got a shot to win two today to go to Salem, Virginia. Lauren Myers will lead it off, then Lednam and Galbraith for Salisbury. This is where they got their run yesterday in the second inning. And it held up, and that pitch down low for a ball. Yeah, Meyer and Reed went back-to-back -back doubles in the second inning to score the lone run yesterday. Meyer hitting 353, right-handed batter, semi-crouch up close to the plate. And that pitch hits the outside corner for a called strike one. Meyer does have five home runs on the season, 18 doubles, 53 hits. Boy, there were some really interesting softball outcomes yesterday, not only in D3, but D2 and D1. That pitch swung on and looped into left field. Coming in, though, is Lang on the run and has it for the first out. Nice job. Allie Lang took a couple steps moving forward. It was a line drive out to left field off Myers' bat. Lang catches it for the first out of the inning. Maddie Lednam, the third baseman, 379. We were talking with Tom Stricter before the game, one of the assistant coaches for Salisbury and talked about him, about Lednam, that pitch outside for a ball. Talked to him about our defense and boy, he just extolled the defensive virtues of Lednam at third base. You talk about the junior class they have, Ledman. They bring Paoli back, they bring Myers back, they bring Mace back. They're gonna be a force next year as well. Yep, that pitch, check swing, missed off the inside part of the plate, 2-0. Lednam has been a stud yesterday at third base. He's got a very strong arm and a great glove. Lednam backs out of the batter's box, now back in. Outfield playing medium deep. The 2-0 pitch, swung on fly ball, left field again. Allie Lang in a couple of steps for the second out of the inning. Allie, two outs for her this inning, both identical hits. Had to move a few steps in, but that's two quick outs for Cam McCool in the top of the second. Carly Galbraith, the second baseman. Coming in with a batting average of 306. Galbraith yesterday for the Seagulls. 
did not register a hit. She was 0 for 2. And watches that first pitch go over at the knees for a strike. Galbraith is a freshman from Pennsylvania. We talked to the coaching staff of Salisbury. They kind of stay up in this Northeast Territory region for recruiting. I'd come here rather than stay in Pennsylvania, too. <laughs> that pitch swung on foul back against the screen. Yeah, just a fantastic facility here. It's a turf outfield, dirt infield, all brick press box. They've got probably over 100 chairbacks right behind home plate, bleachers all the way across, and it's a full house here on a Saturday afternoon in Maryland. Just a great day for softball. A lot of foul territory behind home plate also between the dugouts all the way around. The 0-2 pitch outside and low. Got heated dugouts for the winter. They've played games here in February and March. They say it gets probably 40s, low 40s. A little bit of wind, but with the heated dugouts, they do get games in here early in the season. Genesio had heated dugouts too. Team we saw last week. That pitch swung on. Looped out into center field. Cornelius cannot catch up with that one. Neither can McDonald. So the first hit of the ball game belongs to Salisbury with two down here in the second inning, and it brings up the catcher, Emily Stockman. Dahlbreath was able to just barrel up a ball, just a little bloop behind the second base bag. Shortstop Cornelius gave every effort she could, just one of those in-between bloops, and she singles, and that's the first hit of the afternoon for both teams. Stockman, freshman catcher, hitting 262. Yesterday she was 0 for 2 in the ball game. She was the victim of Cornelius' outstanding catch. That pitch is a strike at the knees. Stockman is a freshman from Maryland. Her sister, Ellen Stockman, also a freshman from Maryland on the team. So you have a lot of juniors, and then all of a sudden you go back-to-back -back freshmen in this lineup. Fincham and Gabbard even at the corners. Cornelius and Stevenson back, and that pitch is fouled into the bullpen down the left field side, and the count now goes to 0-2. Lions had three, four, five different defensive plays yesterday. Ivers threw out two base runners. He had the diving catch in left shallow field from Cornelius and two diving catches from the center fielder, Emily McDonald. Galbraith holding close at first. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. Inside. One and two. If it's 3-0, it's a strike. If it's 0-2, no matter where it is, it's going to be a ball. One and two the count. That's just the way this guy is calling him today. That ah, pitch swung on foul back against the screen. It stays one and two. Stockman coming in. She's a freshman hitting 262. She's got 17 hits, seven doubles, two home runs, and 13 RBIs. Go now. Wearing number 20. Outfield straight away. Wind now blowing straight into Stockman's face from right field. Runner still at first base is Galbraith. And the two-out pitch, down low, two and two. Galbraith getting a big lead off first base. Gabbard goes back to the bag. Ivers takes a glimpse down there. 2-2 two -two count, two outs, top of the second, 0-0. Zero -zero. Cam, right foot on the rubber, spins the ball against her right hip, and the 2-2 two -two pitch to the plate, swung on and line foul off the facing of the dugout on the third base side, which is where the mound is today. Salisbury coming in, ranked fourth in the country. They did not win their conference tournament. Christopher Newport did. Salisbury got an at-large to the NCAA tournament. Two and two. Two outs. Galbraith at first. Stockman putting up a battle against McCool. The pitch to the plate high and outside, and the count now three and two. 
14 times this year. Salisbury has run ruled their opponent. They won six straight run rule games from March 20th through March 27th. Three and two. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on fly ball out into left center field. Coming over is Lang. Has it. And Lang ties the record held by Thousand. She got all three put outs here in the inning. For Salisbury, they get no runs, one hit, no errors. They leave one on. We go to the bottom of the second. It is Salisbury, nothing, and the Mount. Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, Chris, if you count yesterday, Windsor has retired 17 in a row Lions over yesterday and today, she went one, two, three in the first inning. Lions have to figure out a way to get on base against this kid. Yeah, definitely. You got to find base runners. You got to find some base hits here. Windsor's doing an outstanding job, especially when the Lions come in ranked 16th in the country in hits. They're ranked 30th in the country in batting average, and uh, you, you know she's done a really good job so far. But this is the heart of the lineup for the Lions. If we can come up with some base hits right here, put some pressure on her. We only put pressure on her two or three times yesterday. Sandy, the bus driver, moving down near the dugout. Maybe that'll do us some good. Gabbard steps into the batter's box. Yesterday went hitless. Leads off the fourth. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back. 0-1 the count. Gabbard coming in, hitting 353. She's got 47 hits, 11 doubles, three home runs. Leads the team in RBIs with 41. That was a good cut made by Rachel. Maybe that's the sign of good things to come. 0-1 the count. Windsor rocks into the motion to pitch, swung and fouled straight back again, 0-2. Good velocity so far from Windsor. Gabbert fouls off the first two pitches. Talked to Rachel this morning, said, how you feeling? She said, good. Nothing seems to phase her a lot. At least she doesn't show it outwardly. 0-2. Right-handed batter, Gabbert swings, hits it, pops it up to second base. Galbraith, almost in her footsteps, has it for the first out. Gabbert pops up to the second baseman, Galbraith, and that's the first out here in the bottom of the second. Four in a row in this one. 18 in a row over two games. Casey Kemp had one of the two hits yesterday. She steps into the plate, batting 265, and check swing. Pass the mound, coming in is Galbraith. Throw to first base is in time to get Kemp by a couple of steps, and there are two away. Those are two quick outs for Windsor, and that's what she got yesterday, only throwing 65 pitches, so really not making her work so far. Two quick outs for her in the bottom of the second. Yeah, that's what you want to do today is you want to make her work on a hot Saturday afternoon. Maddie Kennedy steps in, the number six hitter, 337 batting average, swings and taps that one foul past the third base side. Oh, and one the count. Lions made contact all yesterday afternoon, only four strikeouts. Just it went two play people, and her defense made plays behind her. All and one the count. Two down here in the bottom of the second. That pitch inside. And the count now goes one and one. Fincham is on deck. 
Windsor hits her hip two times to change the sign from the catcher. 1-1, one, one, hangs inside, 2-1. and one. Nice job by Kennedy, goes upstairs, she lays off of it, 2-2 two, two count, two outs. Lions looking for their, looking for a base runner. Kennedy, right-handed batter, has a wide stance. Semi-crouch, holds the bat about shoulder high. And now Kennedy calls time, as Windsor was taking a lot of time out on the mound. Two and one. Maddie, just a freshman from Erlanger, Kentucky. Two and one. Pitch to the plate. Down low. And the count now three and one. Tell you what, Chris, I don't remember a count being three and one against Windsor at all this in the first two games. No, I have to make her throw pitches, especially in this heat. Looking for the base runners. You got to put pressure on her at some point. Three and one. Two down here in the second. No score from Maryland and the 3-1 swung and foul tip off the catcher's gear and the count now goes to three and two. Kennedy shakes her head looks like she swung at ball four right there. Beth Goddard was coming down and I think she wants to have a chat with the home plate umpire. Not sure what that is about. Just checking to make sure he's okay. Looks like he Oh, did he take that one yeah. off? Of, thought it was off the shin guards of the catcher, Stockman. Go forward. Let's go forward. Let's go get Told you I need to get my eyes checked. <laughs> I can see when the umpires do wrong, but when they get hurt, I guess I can't see it. That's cruel. Three and two, two down. Into the wind, Windsor, the pitch swung on and missed. And that'll do it for the Lions. First K in the ball game for Windsor. Another one, two, three inning here in Maryland. We head to the third. We've got no score. Salisbury in the mouth on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spies Medical Family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spies, 513-246-8900. Well, yesterday, Athletic Director Melanie Wagner was here, but she had to go back to perform her Athletic Director duties back at the Mount today. Hope she's listening in, saying hello to us. And Dr. Williams just came into the stands. He drove up here yesterday, saw the game, and he's back today to take this one in. Yeah, just really good support from the Mount St. Joseph University, the president, AD. I know a lot of fans back home are watching. Great fans here traveling to Maryland this weekend. We appreciate it. Kutita is going to be the batter. Number nine hitter in the order. Kutita out in left field. Pitch, buttered out in front of the plate, and they hit her. They hit her out in front of the plate. She's out. Nice call by the home plate umpire. Katita tries to lay down a bunt, hits her in foul territory, and she is out, and that's the first out of the inning, and that will bring up the one, two, three hitters in this lineup. Number 18, Abby Mace. If you want to face Abby Mace, you want to make sure that there's no base runners on. 16 home runs on the year. Lions have done a good job so far keeping her off the bases. Only been on base one time and was thrown out by Ivers yesterday afternoon. We're in the top of the third inning, no score, one down. May steps in, fly to left her first time. 
Her front foot, the left heel, is right on the back line. And that pitch is down low for a ball. Boy, Cam has not gotten the benefit today of any of the borderline calls. Kind of been that way the entire postseason. Want to know the count to Mace, and that pitch is down low. Ivers moves over to her right to scoop that one out of the dirt. 2-0 the count. Also, day late, dollar short, but Blake Watson had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to him. That pitch over at the belt, 2-1. Mace was named player of the year in the Coast to Coast Conference. All first team, all region. Really nice player, center fielder, athlete, tall, big, strong, can do it all. For Blake, I think that's the 10th anniversary of his 29th birthday. Two and one, count, and the pitch hit the outside corner, two and two. Cam gets a call on the outside corner, now two, two count to the leadoff. Windsor is on deck. Mace, tall, strong, right-handed batter, number 18 on the back of her maroon uniform. Two and two, the count with one down here in the third, and the pitch, check swing, hung inside, and the count goes to three and two. Boy, if that had hit the outside corner, Mace was totally confused by that pitch. Got locked up. Three and two. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on. Fly ball popped up into short. And taking it near the bag at first base is going to be Stevenson for the second out. Mace pops up to second, Dave, and they have had her number so far this weekend. That thing looked like it was going to travel a lot farther off the bat, Chris. Popped up into shallow right. Kelsey Stevenson, the second baseman, gathers it for the second out. And it brings up Windsor. Popped a second her last time. Two down, nobody on. No score so far in game two of this series. Salisbury leads at one to nothing in games. And that pitch, where in Maryland was that one? B looked at the home plate umpire. He's calling it up again, so you got to keep it low in the zone for him. Well, we've seen higher pitches than that called a strike today. 1-0 to Windsor. Paoli, the number three hitter on deck. That pitch off the outside corner, 2-0. Windsor comes in with 52 hits, seven home runs. She's a very good athlete. She does it in the circle and obviously at the plate. Hard to be effective when you're constantly down in the count, 1-0, 2-0. And still throwing strikes. That pitch swung on and fisted foul back into the stands. You'd have caught that one yesterday if we'd have set up where that was. <laughs> yeah, yesterday we were on the first base side. Today we're on the left side of home plate down the third base bag. And second thought, you'd just be crawling out from under the table. <laughs> Two and one to count. Two down here in the inning. And the pitch swung on, popped down the right field side and going over Stevenson in foul territory. Has it for the third out of the inning. So in the inning, it's another one, two, three inning for the Lions against Salisbury. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. We head to the bottom of the third. It's still Salisbury nothing, the Mount nothing on alternatesportstalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. 
Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to Textbook Delivery Hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris right back here in Salisbury where we are knotted up at nothing, nothing. McCool doing a really good job. That was a big inning right there. You got the nine to bone out in fair territory and in fair territory after a hitter and then she gets the leadoff mace and the second hitter wins her to both pop up nice job by Kelsey Stevenson on the final out to go into foul territory and grab that to end the inning but McCool's done a good job back-to-back -back days keeping the Lions in it only one hit in the game so far as we go to the bottom of the third you mentioned it Dave the Lions offense has got to come alive at some point against Windsor Casey Fincham will lead it off, then B. Ivers and Emily McDonald, the bottom three in the batting order. Fincham yesterday was 0 for 2. The sophomore hitting 339 on the season. Right-handed batter, third baseman. Lions, Steps in. Lions crowd trying to give them a little boost of energy here as we go into the bottom of the third. Fincham wears number nine on the back of her pinstripe uniform. Open stance, middle of the bat. Batter's box, a home run, 22 RBIs on the year. Right-handed batter. Outfield playing medium depth, and that pitch swung on it. Grounded right to first base, and it's grabbed by Reed. Stepped on the bag for the first out of the inning. That's a nice play by Reed. That was hit on the screws off of Fincham's bat. Reed gloves it up near the bag and steps on the first base bag, and it's a quick out for Windsor. Lions are really going after a lot of first pitches today, Chris. Yeah, yesterday she was throwing that first pitch was a strike. We weren't taking it early on. Late on, we were trying to swing at it. Today we have two, but she's done a really good job, and her defense has made plays behind her. B. Ivers with the wind blowing right into her face. Swings and hits that up the gap in the right center field, and a fall for a base hit. Ivers gets a single yesterday, gets a single today. She has really played well in the postseason, both behind the plate and offensively. She gets the first hit of the ball game. A little bloop out to right field, and Ivers is on. We're going to have a pinch runner, Dave, for Ivers as Coach Goderwitz comes to the home plate umpire to put in the pinch runner, number zero, Alyssa Whitmere. Saw Alyssa this morning at the hotel lobby, and she was carrying the water cooler, which was bigger than she is. Yes, she's a junior from Lakota West High School. She'll come in to run for Ivers. That'll bring the nine-hole hitter, Emily McDonald, to the plate for the Lions with one out. McDonald has been one of the hottest hitters for the Lions over the last couple of weeks, but in this situation, you're probably going to see her lay down a bunt. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. This is only the fourth base runner the Lions have had the entire series. We'll see. Third base is playing back. First is in a few steps. And the pitch, she's swinging away, hits it out to right field, and going over in the outfield grass and grabbing it as Galbraith near the foul line for the second out. McDonald takes the first pitch, fouls, pops it up to the second baseman for the second out of the inning. Whitmere is still at first, leadoff hitter Lang coming to the plate, two outs. Lang, left-handed hitter. Bounced right back to the mound her first time. Dave, look how far the shortstop is away from second base back. Absolutely, yeah. That pitch swung on the line down the left field line. Foul ball. Beth Goddard no, it is a fair ball. The old bluff umpire called it foul. Let's see what it is. He's going to say foul. 
called it foul immediately, but the Lion crowd is not happy with that one. I didn't have a chance to see it. I was waiting for the home plate umpire to make a ruling, and he finally did. It was foul. That is a tough call right there. Lang put one down the left field line. Whitmere got to third. Lang got to second. But they called it back. Foul territory. Two outs. Whitmer still at first. Lang at the plate. And the Lions were sending Whitmer home. The 0-1 in tight. Coach Goddard did not argue the call, so she must agree with it. Tough break for the Lions early. One and one. Lang with the count even. Two down here in the inning. Whitmer at first base. No score. Bottom of the third. And the pitch. That's a strike. He called that. They got the home plate umpire yesterday. Called that on Lang. And it's in the other batter's box. Changes the entire at bat. It does. It's high outside. It's one and two. He wasn't giving Cam McCool that pitch. One and two the count. And the pitch to Lang down low. Nice scoop by Stockton behind the plate. Whitmere had a good jump off the bag. There's a reason the freshman is catching, and that was it for the Seagulls. Stockman, the freshman behind the plate, two and two. Two down, wind blowing straight in from right field. Whitmer at first, two and two the count. Lang hits it foul, wide of third. Count stays two and two. Boy, just a lot of dimetrics going on right now in this one. Two down, two balls, two strikes, and the pitch to Lang. Outside, bounced in front of the plate. There goes Whitmer, she'll go into second base with a stolen base. Nice read by Alyssa, got in the dirt, stopped and blocked it up. Alyssa got it, read it off the dirt, got the second. Lions have a runner in scoring position. Lang now three and two, first base open. Stevenson is on deck, and now Stockman is going to go to the mound along with Paoli. Infield was going back to normal depth, the outfield at middle of depth. Lang just looking to put a ball in play for a base hit. You got speed at Whitmere at second. Lions are looking to take the lead here with a runner at second, two outs, full count. Bottom of the third, 0-0, and the leadoff Lang is at the plate with Kelsey Stevenson on deck. Any way you can find a way on here for Lang. Lang steps back in, three and two. Looking for her first hit of this Super Regional. Winds are taking a long time right here. And she taps her hip three times, four times that time. And the three, two, pitch high, ball four. Nice at bat, Allie Lang. She faced some adversity in that bat after that long left field line base hit, caught a foul. Lang battled, gets a walk. The Lions have two runners on, first and second. Chris, first time the Lions have had two runners on against Windsor in two games. In the first walk of Windsor in the entire series. Two down, and it brings up Stevenson. And that pitch taken inside for a ball. Talked, to, talked about putting pressure on the pitcher in the first time all series, two runners on. The gap in left center is absolutely huge, and you got two speedy runners on if Stevenson can barrel up a ball here. Whitmer at second. Lang at first. That pitch taken for a strike. One and one the count. Stevenson coming into today, or coming into this series, leading the Lions in hits with nine in the postseason. 
Boy, Stockman is really getting the ball back to Windsor in a hurry after the pitch is made. One and one the count, two down. And the pitch swung on and grounded to second. Galbraith to her left, flips to first in time. Lions squander a scoring opportunity, cannot get anything across in the inning, although they do get one hit, no errors, and they leave two on. We go to the fourth. We are scoreless in Salisbury between the Mount and the Seagulls on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. While the Lions had the best scoring opportunity, they've had in two games and in this one. But they can't get a run across. We are scoreless. No runs, one hit, no errors for Salisbury. No runs, one hit, no errors for the Mount. Your three-inning line score. Lions in the ball game have left two on, and Salisbury has also left two on. Paoli walked her first time up. She'll start off the inning four. The Gulls, no score, were in the top of the fourth inning. Salisbury leading this series one game to none. Best two out of three. And the first pitch to Paoli squared, took it for a strike. Talked about it all weekend long. This is how these games were going to go. It was going to be good pitching, good defense. Base runners were going to be limited, and so were the runs. And you talked about yesterday how many Super Regionals had the first game one to nothing. Yeah, half the games. There were eight games. Half of them were one to nothing ball games. The 0-1 pitch hangs inside. That was the same pitch, Chris, that they called a strike on Allie Lang in the last inning, but because it's to a right-handed batter up close to the plate, it appears to be a ball. And it is, one and one the count. And the 1-1 swung on and missed. Paoli underneath that high riser, one and two. When you get to these games, it's a sweet 16. Everybody's good. Everybody's got good defense. Everybody's got good bats. They've got good pitching. And uh, you expect good softball. We've had it for a game and a half so far here in Maryland. One and two. And the pitch to Paoli. Swung on and missed. Got her swinging. That's Cam McCall's first strikeout of the day, and that's her fifth 500 strikeout of her career, Dave. Number 500 for Cam McCool on her year. That is outstanding. Congratulations, McCool. 500 strikeouts in her career in first of the afternoon. And it brings to the plate Megan Reed. Reed, the DP this afternoon, grounded out to short, 0 for 1. Again, wind blowing straight in from right. Pitch is outside for a ball. McCool just continues to itch her name in the record books at the Lions. She now holds the single season all-time wins. She's got the most career strikeouts, and it's 500 now. 1-0 the count. McCool now swings into the motion, and the pitch is in tight. 2-0. You know what I'd like to have an investment of right now? The water that's being <laughs> sold here at Seagull Stadium. Man, if you just got 10% of the water that's being sold here today, yeah, it is hot out here. It's in the 90s. It's sunshine and no clouds. 
2-0 pitch is upstairs, I guess. B. Ivers continuing to look to the home plate umpire. Where are we missing on these? And he continues to say they're upstairs. You kid me about falling asleep on drives home. This guy falls asleep in between pitches. 3-0 the count. And the pitch right down Broadway. That's a ball. What in the world? That is a, that's the second walk for McCool, and both of them have been gifts to Salisbury. And that's a ball right down the middle of the plate that he calls a ball. Ivers is going to go out and talk to McCool. That's the second walk given up in the game by McCool, and the Lions are going to go out and talk with McCool, try to get her settled down. We've got a pinch runner coming in. And let's see what the number is. Is that number one? Number one. Yeah, number one, Maddie Lemon's going to come in and run. She's got zero stolen bases on the year, but brings a little bit more speed. I would assume you see a little small ball here from the Seagulls. So Lemon on at first base, and it brings to the plate Lauren Myers. Boy, right now you got to be wondering, what is a strike? Owen, one down here in the inning, runner at first base. And that pitch swung on and blooped into short left field, base hit. Fisted it right up. Taking second on the play is Lemon, and on at first is Myers. That walk changes the entire complex of this game. Now the Seagulls, a one-pitch single out to left field. They've got two runners on, one out. Coach Goderwitz is going to go out and talk to her senior pitcher, Cam McCool, but after a gimme walk, a single to left, now the Seagulls got something going here in the top of the fourth with one out. I mean, the strike zone continues to change from pitch to pitch. You just don't know what a strike is. But if you're McCool in this defense, you've got to dig deep right here. You've got to find a way to get out of this jam. Runners at first and second. They've got speed on the bases. Chris, we don't get a chance to see it, but they've got a center field camera, and I'm being texted by several people that she is really getting squeezed. Yeah, I mean, that's... You, can't, you cannot give up walks in this, but if the home plate umpire is going to give them to them, then there's nothing else you can do except throw it right down the middle of the plate. Ledman, the third baseman, is up now with runners at first and second. One down. She flied to left. 0 for 1, right-handed batter. And the pitch squares the bunt. That's another one that looked like a strike and has called a ball. Ledman squares around the bunt. Salisbury may be trying to put a sacrifice on. Two runners on, one out, top of the fourth, 0-0 ball game. Mount crowd really getting frustrated here with what is happening on balls and strikes. The 1-0 pitch squares, Ludnam bunts it out in front of the plate, and it's gonna go foul. And now the third base umpire, or the home plate umpire is gonna say that Simpson touched the ball in fair territory. This guy is amazing, folks. Coach Goderwitz is gonna go have a conversation. Fincham did not touch that ball. It rolls foul, and he called it a fair ball. Bases loaded for Salisbury. He's absolutely adamant that Fincham touched that ball in fair territory. Folks, this guy has no business umpiring even at Little League level. Now they're going to come together and see if they can, all three of them, see the same thing. But there is no way Fincham touched that ball as she let it go into foul territory. He well, called it a foul, fair ball. Chris, there's no way the base umpires saw it anyway. They're going to come right back and they're going to give her first base. Now the bases are 
That is, a, that is a walk and a ball that Fincham didn't touch to give the bases loaded for Salisbury. Unbelievable. This is. It's an unbelievable inning by a guy, and it's all been orchestrated by the home plate umpire who got his license in an open book test. If you're the Lions here, you got the infield in, you've got to help Cam McCool out here to get out of this inning. This is a big moment in this game. Bases are loaded, one down. Infield playing in for the Lions, and it brings to the plate Galbraith. Galbraith swung on, and that's going to be a pop-up to shortstop. Cornelius has it. Nice job by Cam McCool not to get caught up in all this. That's a first pitch out. That's two outs in the inning. He'll push the infield back to normal depth. Bases are loaded for Salisbury. Two outs in the inning as McCool and this defense look to get out of this jam created by the umpire. Stockman, now the freshman catcher, will come to the plate. And I think we're going to have a pinch hitter as Stockman now is going back to the dugout. Or does she just want to change bats? Nope, we're going to have a pinch hitter. Pinch hitter for Salisbury, number 11, Sydney Duplessis. Duplessis is going to be the pinch hitter. Boy, this has really turned into a comedy. Through the lines, you got to continue to work right here. You're one out away from getting out of this jam. Bases loaded. Two outs, top of the fourth, 0-0. Zero, zero. Spaces are still loaded. Two down. Pitch, check swing, called strike. Finally. Thank you, Blue. Senior Cam McCool looking to get out of this. This would be a huge moment in this game if the Lions can get out of this. Duplessis at the plate. Pinch hit. Roller to third. Fincham bobbled it. Throws to first. Not in time. And Salisbury scores a run. It's one to nothing. And it was a slow roller to Casey Fincham, and she just bobbled it. And with the speedy runner, was unable to get her. And then it was an error. And it'll go one to nothing. Salisbury still bases loaded. Now Kutita will come to the plate. Kutita was out on interference when she tried to bunt the ball and it hit her out in front of the plate in fair territory. Two down, one nothing Salisbury. That pitch down low. Nice stop by Ivers behind the plate. One and oh. Lions continue to battle right here. Just one to nothing. You've got to get out of this inning with the only one run. One and oh the count. Pitch to Kutita, swung on, check swing, over near the on-deck circle. Ivers could not find it, but it hit about halfway up the screen anyway. And the count now evens up at one and one. Lions should have been out of this inning two batters ago. And it would still be no score. Now it's one to nothing Salisbury on three gifts by the home plate umpire. One and one the count to Kutita, that pitch, check swing down low. Nice job by Ivers to stop that up. Bases are loaded, two outs in the inning. One to nothing, Salisbury, top of the fourth. One and oh. Check that two and one, one to nothing, the score, Salisbury. And the pitch, foul tipped into Ivers' glove, strike two. Lions crowd trying to give this a little bit of energy right here, looking to get out of this inning. We're in the top of the fourth. Two and two, the count two down. 
Bases still juiced for Salisbury. They've done this on two base hits. And the pitch down low, three and two. Second base runner Ledman slipped and fell off the second base bag, but nowhere Ivers could get it down to the bag to get her. Full count, two outs, bases loaded. The runners will be moving on the pitch. Stepping in, Kutita. Got to challenge her right here. No place to put her. And the payoff pitch with two outs swung on and lined to the left field base hit. That's going to score two runs. And now it is three to nothing, Salisbury. And Salisbury has opened it up just a little bit in this inning with three runs. It was a little blue pit down the left field line. It scored two. Katita, the nine-hole hitter, gets the two RBIs, and that'll bring up the leadoff hitter, Abby Mace. Two outs, two runners on. Three to nothing, Salisbury off four hits in the top of the fourth. Three nothing. Huge moment in this game in this inning. Mace, the leadoff hitter with runners at first and second. Two down. And the pitch high. Now B. Ivers wants to go to the mound and talk with Cam McCool. One and oh the count. Two down here in the inning. And it's three nothing Salisbury. All this started by a walk. And then a ball that was not touched by the third baseman, Fincham. They called it a fair ball. They got the bases loaded. A base hit was an error by the third baseman. And then another base hit out to left field. And now Salisbury's up 3-0 here in the top of the fourth in a must-win game for the Lions. one know the count to Mace. Dangerous hitter here with two down. And that pitch is upstairs, evidently, 2-0. Have to be careful here with the leadoff hitter, Mace. She's got 16 home runs. There's two runners on, two outs in the inning. And then you got Windsor on deck, who's their second leading RBI and home run hitter. That pitch, check swing, called a strike, though. Two and one now the count. Lions down on the scoreboard, 3-0. And the pitch swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. That was a shot down the left field line and it was called foul. I'm not sure if the third base umpire who was backing out of the way of it or the home plate umpire called it. Two and two. It's supposed to be the third base umpire's call. Two and two the count. Two down. And the pitch to the plate. Fly ball out into right field. Maddie Kennedy coming in on the run. Stevenson goes back. They collide. Ball gets free. Coming home. Two runs to score. Mace is going to go into third. And Kennedy is down in right field and hurt. And Salisbury has opened this game up. It was a bloop right behind the second baseman. Stevenson and Maddie came together. Actually collided. And Kennedy is down right now as the trainer. And Coach Goddard are going to go out and check on her. That brought home Duplicity and Katina. And that makes it now a 5 to nothing lead for Salisbury here in the fourth inning. And with Windsor coming to the plate, they have now battered around. And tell you what, Maddie Kennedy may have taken a knee to the head or the neck area going out there on Stevenson. Neither one of them, you could tell from up here, 
if they had called for the ball or not, and you could see that coming in. Two down here in the inning. As Brian, the trainer, is out now checking to see if there's any concussion-like syndrome situation there with Kennedy out in short right field. This has been one of those innings, and now the home plate umpire is going all the way out to second base. I don't know why he's walking out there, but he is to talk to the second base umpire. Kennedy gets up on her feet. And Kennedy gets her glasses and appears to be okay. She's going to stay in right field. Good to see she's okay after her and Stevenson collided on that ball. As you mentioned, Dave, Mace goes all the way to third. Salisbury scored two on that. It's now five to nothing, top of the fourth, two outs. And that is a huge error to give. They call that an error. And that is a, that's almost a crime. They gave Mace a triple to right field. I thought that was the error that they just gave. They gave her an error. No, the error was on Casey Fincham at third they earlier in the year. Oh, that's that earlier the in grounder. The yeah, you're right. So a triple by Mace. She's at third. Pitch down low for a ball. And the bullpen has activity in it on the left side. Casey Kemp and Haley Johnson are up in the bullpen for the Lions. One or no the count, two down. And that pitch, high and outside for a ball, 2-0. and oh. This has all happened with two outs. Two and 0 oh the count. Windsor, right-handed batter, open stance. Swung on, fly ball, left field, and it is caught. Windsor takes one deep to left field. It's a two-run home run. And the Salisbury Seagulls have opened this thing up. It is now seven to nothing in the top of the fourth. That's her eighth home run of the year. And the Lions looks like there potentially is going to be a pitching change. And if this is it for Cam McCool. Cam hugging with Rachel Gabbard and B. Ivers. And now Beth Goderwitz is going to go to the mound, and I think we're going to see the change. And it will be. Beth and Cam hug out near the mound. Cam is going to come out. She's got that smile on her face, gives a hug to Casey Kemp, who is going to relieve her in the inning. Two down, seven to nothing, Salisbury in the top of the fourth, and we'll be back right after this. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. 
or call them today at 513-748-1538. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator, and when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844-263-3424. Well, Chris, Paoli is going to step up to face Casey Kemp. Paoli started out this inning by striking out, and then... The water dam broke. Yeah, they've had seven runs in this inning for Salisbury, and they've really opened this thing up. And, uh, yeah, just a tough scene right here before we get this going with Cam McCool potentially walking off the mound for the final time as a senior. Kemp, who got the Lions here with the win last Sunday afternoon against Babson. The two-out pitch to the plate is a ball up high, and we still are trying to solve the mystery as to what the strike zone is today. One and zero the count. That looked like a really good pitch, and that pitch is outside. Two and zero. Salisbury has battered around. Two and zero. Pitch to the plate. That's a called strike. Two and one. Yeah, Casey Kemp was outstanding in that championship game in the New York Regional was able to get us here, and now she's going to get an opportunity to pitch in the Super Regionals as a sophomore. Two and one. Pitch outside, three and one. Let's go, three. Casey, right-hander, sophomore, transferred in this year. Three and one the count. That pitch is a strike. Three and two. B just shrugs your shoulders behind the home plate saying, okay. Well, you know, when you don't know what it is, you don't know what it is. Three and two the count. Pitch in tight, ball four. Nothing is going the Lions way right here in the top of the fourth. Seven to nothing Salisbury off of six hits. Two outs in the inning. And Reed is going to come up to the plate, I believe. That'll be Reed. Or and it will be Reed. Reed is going to be coming back in to hit. Lemon ran for her in this inning when she walked on three questionable pitches and one outside. Two down. Runner at first base is Paoli. Windsor's two-run homer has given Salisbury a 7-0 lead, and that's a strike right down Broadway. Have to credit Salisbury right here in this inning, Dave. A lot of things that did not go the Lions' way. Salisbury took advantage of that and has really opened this game up. 0-1. And the pitch swung on out into right center field, coming into Kennedy. McDonald is going to call Kennedy off and take it. 
over in right center field for the final out in the inning. But seven runs on five hits, one left on, one error. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's now Salisbury 7 and the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Well, the Lions down 7 to nothing, heading into the bottom half of the fourth inning of play, Chris, and they will send to the plate Macy Cornelius and Rachel Gabbard. Yeah, offensively here, you got to get something going. You've got to get some base runners here. Still got a lot of game left, only down 7 nothing. but Salisbury did open this thing up. They took advantage of a couple controversy calls, but if you're the Lions, you've got to continue to fight right here. Only one hit on the afternoon. But we can see if we can put together a couple base hits and kind of string together a couple and maybe get a couple runs. We'll see if we can continue to fight here. Cornelius grounded out to third her first time up. She is 0 for 1 in the ball game. Five hits in that top half of the fourth inning for the Gulls, and it led to seven runs. Cornelius, right-handed batter, takes that in tight. Bounced in the batter's box. Want to know the count. Cornelius leveling the aluminum. And the 1-0 pitch is down low and in tight. 2-0. Nice job by Cornelius. Being patient here at this at-bat. 2-0 count. Lines just looking for a couple base runners. Two balls, no strikes. Windsor taps her hip once. That pitch swung on and foul tip back behind home plate to the backstop. There is a Two little bit one. of activity down the first base side in the bullpen. Looks like it's number 26. That speaks. Savannah Sheets is down in the bullpen Sheets. for Salisbury. That pitch check swing upstairs. They're going to check down to the first base umpire who says no. She did not swing, and the count now 3-1. and one. Nice job by Cornelius to lay off that upstairs pitch. 3-1 count. Cornelius ahead in the count. 3-1 and one with Gabbard on deck. Pitch to the plate is ball four. It's going to be the second walk of the afternoon for Windsor, and the Lions get a base runner in the leadoff spot. Cornelius hit first, bottom of the fourth, 7 nothing Salisbury. Gabbard popped out to second her last time up. She is 0 for 1, looking for her first super regional hit. Defense, especially in center with Mace playing deep. That pitch swung on and fouled back against the pole on the right side. Owen won the count. Cornelius at first. You wouldn't expect her to be running, but she is 10 for 10 in stolen bases this year. That pitch squaring to Bunn is Gabbard. Ball got by the catcher. There goes Cornelius. Throw it out of second base is not in time. 
Cornelius got in as the ball bounced away from the shortstop, Paoli. Yeah, it's a nice read by Cornelius. It was a ball in the dirt. She read it, got up to second. The Lions have a runner in scoring position for Rachel Gabbard. Walking a wild pitch has sent Cornelius to second, brings up Gabbard. Gabbard, right-handed batter. And the pitch swung on and missed. Boy, she was teeing that one up for a long fly ball out onto the street. And the count now one and two. Yeah, big cut right there by Rachel Gabbard. Casey Kemp is on deck. And the pitch swung on and grounded to short. Paoli looks the runner back, throws the first in time. Nice play by Paoli. Caught it up on the two hops off of Gabbard's bat. Looks Cornelius back to second. Fires it across the diamond for the first out of the inning. Cornelius had to stay at second base. And it brings up Kemp. Casey, now the pitcher. And there's a ribbon out in front of home plate that Gabbard collects and puts into the dugout. Kemp, right-handed batter. Casey had a hit yesterday. That pitch, check swing, called strike. 0-1. Casey Kim's brought a lot of energy to this team over the last week to a really good game. Hit well in the championship. She got a single yesterday. Now she's in the circle for the Lions and now at the plate. The 0-1 pitch swung on foul back against the screen. And the count now goes to no balls, two strikes. 190 down each line. It's 210 out to center field. Go, Casey. Win it. Win it. It's an eight-foot high wall. And the 0-2 swung on and grounded wide of third. Ludman dives to her left, throws the first in time. Fantastic play by the third baseman, Ledman. Casey Kemp grounds out to her. She goes belly all the way to the left side of the infield, fires from her knees and gets Casey Kemp for the second out. Great play by the third baseman. And again, Cornelius had to stay at second base as that ball was hit in front of her. And it brings up Maddie Kennedy. Maddie has struck out her only time up. 0 for 1. Two down here in the inning. It's 7-0 Salisbury. And that pitch low and in tight. Boy, Stockman, she really wings that ball right back at Windsor after a pitch. She doesn't just lob it back to her. She zings it. 1-0 the count. Pitch swung on it. Grounded to third. Ludnam to her left. Throw to first in time. And the Lions are out here in the inning. We head to the top of the fifth. It's still Salisbury 7, the Lions nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu read. 
Well, it's 7-0 Salisbury here in Maryland. Game two of this best of three series, and the Gulls already have a one game to none lead. Yeah, they're just a couple outs away, a couple innings away from going to the Elite Eight National Tournament in Salem, Virginia next week. Ranked fourth in the country, and now lead the Lions seven to nothing as we head to the top of the fifth inning. And it'll be Lauren Myers leading it off. Myers has singled and flied to left. We're at the top of the fifth. Looks like we got a change out in right field. Casey Bramble is out in right field for the first time this year. Bramble out in the field after that Achilles heel injury. She is out in right. And the first pitch of the inning swung on a miss by Myers. Good to see Casey Bramble out there in right field. She's got a lot of opportunities to get a couple at-bats this year, but first time playing in the field, the junior from Lakota West High School. 0-1 the count. Kemp to Myers, high and outside. One and one the count. You look out there right now defensively. Junior behind the plate, junior at first, junior at right, sophomore at third, freshman in the middle. 1-1, one, one, swung on, fouled straight back by Myers, 1-2. Sophomore at pitching, center fields a freshman, and junior laying in left. All of these kids on the defensive side right now are coming back for the Lions next let's go year. Three, let's go three. <laughs> See one of the TV stations here. Filming for tonight's newscast, one and two. That pitch is grounded to second. Stevenson on three hops, flips to first for the first out of the inning. Nice job by Stevenson, gets over, gloves it up, fires it over to Gabbert for the first out of the inning for Casey Kim. You really don't get any TV stations from Cincinnati coming in to film. But there is one here. Sitting just to the right of us. One down. And brings up Ludnam. Ludnam, the third baseman, swings and misses. Right-handed batter. She reached on that controversial bunt single where they said Casey Fincham touched it. And then came around to score one of the seven in the top of the fourth. That's where we're at, 7 nothing. And that pitch swung on and popped on the foul side of third base. Casey Fincham near the third base coach's box has it for the second out of the inning. Yeah, Kim gets Ledman to pop up to the third baseman, Fincham, two outs in the inning. And it brings up Carly Galbraith. Galbraith has one for two, singled to center, and popped out to short. Right-handed batter, check swing, taken for a strike at the knees, 0-1. Nice job by Casey Kemp to get ahead of the hitter right here. Outfield, medium depth, two down here in the inning. We're in the top of the fifth, and that pitch in tight. One and one to count. Back to Galbraith away from it. If the Lions can find a way to come back on this one, game three will be about a half an hour after this one. One and one to count. Pitch to the plate, swung on, popped up on the infield. Rachel Gabbard is calling for it. 
and has it right on the foul line for the third out of the inning. But in the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still Salisbury 7, the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at BarbarianCustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris, right back here in Salisbury, Maryland, where it is seven to nothing. Salisbury on top of it as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Well, we've got our first team to punch their ticket to Salem, and that's Eastern Connecticut State. They beat Randolph making two games, one yesterday, one today, and they'll be the first of eight to Salem next week. Windsor out again, and the first pitch to Fincham. Fly ball, right field. Lemon underneath it has it for the first out of the inning. Windsor gets Fincham to fly out to right field for the first out. Lions with one hit in the ball game. Had two hits yesterday against Windsor. One today. At one point she had eliminated 21 in a row. That pitch swung on and fouled in and out of the catcher's glove. Hey, let's go focus now. Just relax. Oh, and won the count. A couple other scores around the country. Virginia Wesleyan, one. Christopher Newport, zero, top of the sixth. Trine and Case Western, one to one in the top of the fifth. Oh, and won the count. Pitch to the plate, down low to B, two and one. And as they head to the seventh, Barry three, Bethel, Minnesota one. A couple other games delayed, Milliken and Wartburg are delayed, and Tufts and WPI will play later tonight, Texas Lutheran and Bellhaven later on tonight. Boy, that was a heck of a game last night, wasn't it? One and one to count, swung on and grounded wide of third foul. Yeah, Texas Lutheran knocked off Bellhaven two to one. If you're a Lions fan, you remember we saw and beat Bellhaven last year in the NCAA Regional is at Milliken. Lions have seen a lot of teams in this last Sweet 16 team. Salisbury, they've played Barry in the last few years. Bellhaven, Case Western, Trine. They've seen a lot. Milliken, Wartburg, we've played all of them. Played Hiram. That pitch fisted foul back here to Chris, and it hits the umbrella to the left of him, and he doesn't make a diving catch. I was going to have it if it didn't hit the umbrella. Oh, tied up. please, you had it off the umbrella. <laughs> you got to give the balls back, even here at the Super Regionals. Ah, they'd have let you keep it. <laughs> One and two, that pitch went too far. Ivers swings and misses. 
two down in the inning. Back center fielder, number seven, Emily Only just McDonald. the second strikeout of the afternoon for Windsor. She doesn't strike out a ton, but she is very effective, has a very good defense behind her as well. Emily McDonald coming to the plate now with two down in the bottom of the fifth inning. Seven to nothing, Salisbury leads it. They also lead it one game to none, and that pitch swung on and grounded wide of the shortstop and into left center field for a base hit. It'll go all the way to the warning track. Mace chases it down, gets it into second, but going in standing with a double is Emily McDonald. Emily McDonald is a double machine. She leads the Lions with 15 doubles now after that one right there. The freshman has a bright future from Indianapolis, Indiana, the center fielder. And it brings to the plate Emily Lang. Lang walked her last time up and was stranded on base and bounced right back to the mound. 0 for 1. Two down in the inning. McDonald at second. And the pitch is upstairs. 1 and 0 the count. Two hits on the afternoon. One from McDonald. One from Casey Kemp. Windsor changing the sign. And that pitch swung on and grounded to Ludnam on a couple of bounces. Strong throw in time to get Allie Lang, and that'll do it for the Lions. Here in the fifth, no runs, one hit. We leave one on and no errors. And as we head to the fifth inning of play, it is still... 7-0 Salisbury on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facility. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Well, Chris up jigging to YMCA. Dave, i got an interesting stat for you, and you got to give credit to Windsor, the pitcher. She held the Lions 1-2-3 hitters, 1-2-3-4 actually, to no hits yesterday. So far today, no hits again for the one, two, three, four hitters on two back-to-back -back afternoons. Zero hits for one, two, three, four, Lang, Stevenson, Cornelius, and Gabbert, and that is a tall task, and that's a great job by Windsor. It'll be Stockman, then Katita, and Mace. The eight, nine, and one hitters for Salisbury here in the sixth. They lead it seven to nothing. Salisbury trying to punch their ticket to Virginia. Be the first time under head coach Lacey Lord. And that pitch is a strike. Where was that call in the first two or three innings? 0-1. Casey Kemp has come in and so far done the job for the Lions. That pitch swung on, fouled back over the third base side, out of play. And the count now 0-2. If we've seen the last of Cam McCool, Dave, what an unbelievable career by the senior. She's going to go in the record books for a lot of different things. She gave us everything she had. Her and Karate Leslie are going to go down as the winningest senior class in Mount history. That pitch swung on and fouled off the screen. Will you talk about, over the last two years, two aces that are both going to be Hall of Famers here in a few years. Yeah, Sarah Miller and Cam McCool will both be Hall of Famers. 
for Mount St. Joseph, and they've really helped turn this program around. There's so many kids to thank. The 0-2 pitch swung on and grinded wound to third and foul. For the turnaround of what this program has done over the last couple years, you go back-to-back -back regionals, you go to the Super Regionals for the first time, you've had 30 wins over the last three seasons, you've had a conference championship, you've had a regular season, you've had a share of it, you've done everything, you've beat top 25 teams, done a lot of good things in the last couple years, and this program has continued to grow and continue to go in the right direction. 0-2, Kemp. Had the sign, then Stockman decided to step out of the box. Now back in, 0-2 pitch, swung on a miss. Nice, swing nice job, Casey Kemp doing a good job since she's came in. Gets a strikeout for the first out of the inning. And it brings up Kutita. Francesca Kutita. Kutita is one for two. Had a single her last time up, was called out for interference her first time. And that pitch, a called strike. Owen won the count. I just don't get it, Chris. I mean, the strike zone now suddenly has become pretty normal. Yeah. Owen won the count. And the pitch bunted behind home plate and foul. B. Ivers looking for it, and it's right out in front of her and the umpire seeing that B was hit by that ball couldn't even pick up the ball for her and hand it to her he just kicked it to her 0-2 the count one down here in the inning to Katita ball high 2-2 two and two. Well, some, no matter what happens in this one, if it goes to a third game or whatever, some interesting travel plans after this one. Yeah, definitely. Pitch swung on in line right to Stevenson at second, drops to her knees but catches it on the line for the second out. Nice play by the second baseman, Kelsey Stevenson. That was a ball hit right on the line. She goes down to a knee and gets it for the second out of the inning. Brings up Abby Meese here in the sixth. Mace, one for three. Had a single her last time up. Mace, right-handed batter. Two down here in the inning. Swung on, fly ball, right center field. Going back is Kennedy on the warning track. Or check that. Casey Bramble, I'm sorry. Bramble brings it in for the third out of the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left. As we head to the bottom of the sixth, it's still Salisbury 7 and the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with Picnic Party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new Yacht Rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Well, Lions are going to lead it off with Kelsey Stevenson, then Macy Cornelius, and Rachel Gabbard. We talked about the travel plans. The NCAA wanted to send us home this morning. 
Yeah, wanted to send us on a plane this morning. We told them we still had a couple more games to play, so now the team will travel to Baltimore tonight after the game, stay the night in Baltimore and catch a early flight tomorrow morning and be back in Cincinnati around lunchtime tomorrow. So if you want to greet the bus when they come in from Indianapolis, it's going to be around noon. Should be around noon or 1 o'clock. They will arrive at the field house. They will go down as the greatest team in Mount St. Joseph softball history. And they return everybody but two players next year. And they've got a great 2022 class coming in as well. And uh, they've literally put themselves on a map from a national standpoint over the last couple years. But you talk about those two Leading players, off. Cam McCool, both on and off the field, and Caitlin Leslie. What a person she is, and she's proving it by becoming a police officer in Evendale. Two great kids. Stevenson leads it off, takes that low. Karate Leslie will become a police officer, and Cam McCool will be a teacher. And they're going to go and do really good things in the future and in life. They gave us everything they had under the Mount Jersey, and uh, we respect them and thank them for that. The 1-0 is, that's a ball down low. Yep. I've got so much confidence in Caitlin Leslie being a police officer there, I'm going to move into the area. Yeah, and I mean, Cam, can you imagine being Cam, Cam being a teacher? I mean, oh. she's going to be outstanding. Yep. Just the type of person you want your kid taught by. And that pitch is a strike, 2-1. and one. Two and one to count to Stevenson. And the pitch hung upstairs, three and one. Just the experience that this young team got coming to the regionals, winning it, going to the super regionals. You cannot. Not just the experience, Chris, but the way they performed yeah, they and held themselves up. Yeah, they really shown. This freshman. That pitch swung on, lined into left center field for a base hit. That's going to go all the way to the warning track. Meese grabs it, and she's going to hold Stevenson on an excellent play at first base with a long single. Yeah, nice job by May. She shows off her speed. She cuts the ball off in the gap. Stevenson, very smart, stays at first. But the Lions do have a base runner here in the bottom of the sixth. Seven to nothing, Salisbury. Coach Goddard is going to call time. We're going to have a pinch runner. And it's going to be 33, Izzy Hamilton, a freshman from Bloomington, Indiana. Hamilton into the game. Going to get a chance to run in the Super Regionals. Of course, there's a lot of kids that are coming in next year that we know of as far as recruits are concerned. Yeah, really good 2022 class coming in. But uh, I know I was always asked this when my sons were in college. Have they paid their deposit? <laughs> I think they're ready to go. I mean, they're going to be on campus less than 100 days. That's when you know if they've paid that deposit, that pitch is taken for a strike to Cornelius 0-1. You talked about the compliments we've got in New York, and we've got the compliments here in Maryland, how good this team's been, how well they've represented themselves, not on the field, but off the field as well. 0-1, and the pitch is taken outside. Check swing, held up. Cornelius, now the count evens up at 1-1. One one. Yeah, it's been just outstanding, both in Genesio and here. Just the compliments that this team has received from both hotels that we've stayed in. That pitch swung on, fouled back against the screen. And I both of the, all the teams as well. I mean, they've knocked off three top 25 teams last week. They've played these guys everything that they wanted right here this weekend. This is the fourth best team in the country. So the Lions prove that they belong here and they deserve to be here. I think the hotel clerk 
from last week is still favoring us on Facebook and on Twitter. That pitch swung on her grounder right back to the mound. Caught in the air. It did not hit the ground. Throw back to first base in time to get Hamilton, and it's a double play. Yeah, that's a fantastic play by the pitcher Windsor. It was hit on the screw. She got it. Hamilton was just off the first base bag, doubled her up. There's nothing Hamilton could do right there at first. So there are two down, and it brings up Rachel Gabbard here in the bottom of the sixth. 7 nothing Salisbury. Gabbard 0 for 2. And the pitch changed speeds on her, and Rachel out in front of that one, 0 and 1. Yesterday, Salisbury won 1 to nothing. Today, they lead 7 to nothing. That pitch is upstairs. 1 and 1. And the Salisbury crowd getting a little taste of their own medicine, a little upset at the home plate umpire over those two calls. One and one. Pitch down low and in tight. Rachel had to skip out of the way of that one. Two and one. Windsor is below 70 pitches. She was Again. Hit. Yeah. Only two strikeouts, two walks. Well, first couple innings, we were going after the first pitch. Remember, that pitch high and outside. Three and one. On deck, Casey Kemp. Three and one, two down. Pitch swung on and grounded to Paoli, but got under her glove and into center field. That'll be a base hit. Good to see for Rachel Gabbert. She singles to center field, and she's on first. Two outs in the inning, seven to nothing, Salisbury, bottom of the six. That's the fourth hit of the ball game by the mount. Two more than what they had yesterday. And it brings up Casey Kemp. Kemp 0 for 2. Outstanding play by the third baseman. Ludnam. Her last time up. That pitch. Check swing. Grounded to second base. Coming in is Galbraith. Throws to first in time. And the Lions go down here in the inning. They do get two hits in the inning. But no runs. And they leave one on. And as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's Salisbury 7, the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to Textbook Delivery Hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Top of the seventh inning, it's 7-0. Salisbury leading it. They also lead it one game to none. So the Lions have three outs before the season is over. 
And it will bring up Lindsay Windsor, who homered her last time up. Windsor, two-run shot. Other than that, she's grounded to second, popped to second. One for three. And that pitch is over below for a ball. One or another count. Four hits on the day for the Lions. One from Stevenson, one from Gabbert, one from B. Ivers, and one from McDonald. And that pitch is high and outside for a ball, too, and oh. Salisbury, seven runs, six hits, no errors for the mount. No runs, four hits, and one error. And the second team has punched their ticket. Barry is hit it to Salem, Virginia. They were the four seed. And that pitch is a called strike. I will give this home plate umpire this one item of credit. He is quick on telling you if it's a strike or not. Problem is, you still don't know if it is when he calls it. 7-0 the score. That pitch swung on. Fly ball, center field. Going back is Emily McDonald, about 10 feet in front of the warning track. Has it for the first out. Nice job by Kemp. Gets her to pop out to Emily McDonald in center field for the first out of the inning. Boy, Emily McDonald has really been steady out in center throughout this tournament season. She's fun to watch. She's an athlete. She makes it look easy out in center field. She made the spectacular plays yesterday, routine plays today. One away. Brings up Natalie Paoli, the shortstop, fouls it over near the first base dugout. Fincham gives chase, but it will fall into the dugout. 0-1. Talking to a lot of people over the last couple of days, they were talking about not only McDonald's catch out in the right center yesterday, or left center, excuse me, but Cornelius's catch yesterday. We said, you wanted to see a good one? Put it side by side with Aaliyah Tucker's from a year ago. They're almost identical. That pitch swung on and grounded to short, and it's going to eat up Cornelius for the air. That'll be the second air on the afternoon for the Lions. Just a routine grounder. Took a big hop right in front of her, but rolled up on her wrist. Salisbury has a runner at first. One out, top of the seventh. Seven to nothing, Seagulls. One down. And it brings up Megan Reed. Read the DP this afternoon. Runner at first base is Paoli. And that pitch is evidently low. Want to know the count. Got to credit Casey Kemp so far coming into this ball game, Dave. She's done a really nice job. Giving up zero earned runs, one strikeout, one walk. Want to know the count. Kemp, the pitch, high. 2-0. Boy, this season started toward the end of February, didn't it? Yeah, it's been a long season. This is the 46th, 47th game. These guys have been all over the country. Alabama, Florida, New York. 2-0 the count. That pitch called strike over the outside corner. 2-1. Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, Maryland. They've played all over the place. They've grown together as a team. They've knocked off. They've got five top 25 wins. They were ranked in the top 25 almost every week of the season. Two and one, the counter read, swung on and grounded to Cornelius. She'll go to second for one, relay to first, not in time. Nice play by Cornelius. 
Catches it on the big bounce, back in the back part of the infield, flips it over to Stevenson for the force out, unable to turn two, but two outs in the inning. You got to believe the Lions will be ranked top 16 in the country in the final polls as they come out in a couple weeks. Well, it'll be interesting to see where they're at next year, too. Yeah, preseason, bringing back everybody other than Cam McCool and Karate Leslie. Of course, one of their two-out pitch to the plate now to Myers is up high for a ball. Want to know? One of the main fundraisers is working at the Bengal games. I know you guys were looking at the Bengals' home schedule a few days ago to see when you'd be working and when you wouldn't be. That pitch swung on fly ball right field. But Stevenson is going to go back on the outfield grass as the wind holds it up and has it for the final out of the inning. The Lions come up three outs away from losing this one. They're down on the scoreboard. 7-0 to Salisbury here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 7 nothing Salisbury, three outs away from moving on to the National Championship Series next weekend in Salem, Virginia. Chris, what did you say a few days ago? How many Division Three schools there are? There's over 400 Division Three softball programs, and the Mount is playing in the Sweet 16. That is something to tip your cap about to these guys, these coaching staff, the players, the fans. They've traveled everywhere. The support has been unbelievable. Casey Bramble will lead it off. She took over for Maddie Kennedy in right field, takes that pitch down low for a ball. Yeah, there are over 400 schools right now, Chris, that are at home wishing they could be in this same spot. Exactly, and the senior Karate Leslie is on deck for the Lions. Want to know the count? Bramble, been injured most of the year, and that pitch called strike. One and one now. Good to see Bramble back out in right field, and she's battled a lot to get back to this spot, so hard work paid off for number six in white. One ball, one strike. Pitch to Bramble, swung on and grounded to short. Paoli, quick throw across in time, one away. And the Seagulls are just two outs away from going to the lead eight in Salem, Virginia next week, and that's gonna bring up the senior, Karate Leslie. Leslie will pinch it for Fish Fincham. This is a great story. I mean, yeah, Leslie, she is just the type of person that you would envision as a police officer. Yeah, this kid's gave everything to the program. She's a hard worker. She showed up early. She stayed late. And she's going to get her final collegiate at-bat right here in the Super Regionals. Sarah Cardos is going to pinch it also. She went up. 
put her arm around Leslie, and Leslie, of course, remember, was the DP in that final home game against Manchester, and in the first game had the walk-off. Yeah, good to see her get ready to step into the box. A kid that cares everything about the program, number 12, Caitlin Leslie, does the right thing all the time. And Windsor's first pitch, swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. Leslie was way in front of that one. Owen won the count. Yeah, after this one, the team will board a bus, head to Baltimore. The Orioles in town tonight? I don't know, but it'll be good. The girls get to spend the night together again one yep. more time and uh, catch a flight out, out of Baltimore. That pitch swung on and grounded to first. Reed steps on the bag, two away. Yeah, one more night together. As the crowd stands in unison here for Sarah Cardos, who is going to come up and pinch hit. Pinching for MSJ, number 36, Sarah Cardos. Two down. Karate gives the tip of the cap to the crowd as they give her a standing ovation. Well done by the Lions fans. Cardos, right-handed batter, two away, 7-0. And that pitch is down low for a ball. Kylie Hankenhoff, the freshman, is on deck. Sarah Cardos is at the plate for the Lions. One and oh the count. That pitch taken at the belt. One and one. This entire starting lineup today, the batting order, will be back next year. Interspersed with some new freshmen. One and one the count, swung on, popped up the first, read and foul territory has it, and Salisbury has won the Super Regional and will go to Salem, Virginia next week for the National Championship Tournament. They are one of the final eight in the nation heading to Salem, Virginia next weekend. Congratulations to Congratulations to Salisbury and their head coach, Lacey Lord, Chris. Yeah, unbelievable job by them, and uh, they did a really good job this weekend, and they took a really powerful offense of the Lions and kept us to six hits on the weekend and no runs. Congratulations to Salisbury, and good luck next week in the national tournament. Yeah, I know they would love to have a rematch with Christopher New Newport. Yeah, they want to see those guys, and uh, good job by Salisbury. Uh, but an outstanding season for the Lions, Dave. You cannot be more happy and thank these kids for what they did for this program this year. They'll go down as the best team in school history. Cam and Karate, thank you for everything you've done. And for the young ones, let's get back here next year. Chris and I will be back to recap this afternoon's ball game, wrap things up from Salisbury right after this timeout. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's Organizational Leadership Program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Indeed presents Job Searching with Scherzer. Let's do this. Before you get in the game, make sure your stats are up to date. Then, it's all about focus. 
Max Focus. More than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, your final line score here this afternoon, it was Salisbury, seven runs on six hits, no errors. And for the Mount, no runs on four hits and two errors. Salisbury wins this Super Regional, two games to none over the Mount. Chris? Like we said in the bottom of the seventh inning, there are 400 other schools that would love to be in the same position that the Mount were in this weekend. Yeah, I mean, they did an outstanding job all year long, and they competed in every game, and they took us to a special place in the Super Regionals. So, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable season, that's for sure, guys. Beth Goddard and Cam McCool at home plate hugging right now. Cam McCool finally burst into tears. McCool still hugging on to Beth Goderwitz. Caitlin Leslie standing there also in line to get ready to get their runner-up trophy in this Super Regional here this afternoon. Yesterday won nothing. Salisbury won it and then today seven to nothing when they scored seven runs in that fourth inning. It's a great honor to get here, but I'll tell you one thing, not to cast a shadow on Salisbury's win here today because they may have won this game, but that fourth inning in which they scored seven runs is going to be mired in controversy for years to come. Yeah, definitely, but uh, congratulations to them as they go next week to Salem. Let's pause and let the PA announcer now go through the ceremony here this afternoon. Number one, Macy Cornelius. Number two, Allie Lang. Number three, Casey Kemp. Number four, Maddie Kennedy. Number six, Casey Bramble. Number seven, Emily McDonald. Number nine, Casey Fincher. Number 11, Cameron McCool. Number 12, Caitlin Leslie. Number 22, Cameron Sillies. Number 24, Kelsey Stevenson. Number 30, Celeste Leopold. Number 31, Bailey Johnson. Number 32, Kylie Hankenhoff. Number 33, Izzy Hamilton. Number 34, Mia Smith. Number 35, Rachel Gabbard. And number 36, Sarah Curtis. And we'd also like to recognize the coaches and the support staff from Mount St. Joseph. Head coach Beth Dodderwitz. Assistant coach Dean Morris, Aaron Lynn, and Katie Homer. Once again, congratulations to the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Let's give all those astounding student athletes a big round of applause. Lions getting their runner-up trophies here this afternoon and medallions, and now they will give the championship trophy to the Salisbury Seagulls, who won this series two to nothing.
over the mound over the last couple of days, and Lacey Lord will walk in and, and now take not only the trophy, but the, the tournament bracket poster. University Seagulls to accept the trophy and banner for the regional championship. They will be in the final eight next week in Salem, Virginia, which is where eight other teams, seven other teams, excuse me, will be next week battling it out for the national championship. When Chris and I return, we'll have some final thoughts, not only on this game, but the season, and wrap things up for Maryland after this final timeout. Medical care for your child is important, and your choice in doctors should be well thought out and have your complete confidence. Mount St. Joseph alum Dr. Libby Spies is one of you. She's from Cincinnati and practices here. Dr. Spies understands what's important to parents when it comes to their child's well-being. She treasures her patients, watching them grow, and forging relationships with the families. And she's accepting new patients. Call for an appointment today at 513-246-8900. Dr. Libby Spies. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Well, Chris, we said this season started clear back in February with an Alabama trip. Then they went to Florida, came home in the cold weather, played some non-conference games, started the conference season, had some up and downs during the conference season. Of course, the split with Transy down there. Then going to Hanover and losing two games over there that cost them the conference regular season championship, but they came right back to Transylvania and won the tournament for the second year in a row down in Kentucky. And then they suddenly came together and gelled as a team and really started rock, rocking and rolling in the tournament. Yeah, they did a good job. 34-12 and 12 is no slouch, and uh, finishing in the Sweet 16 is a heck of a season. And they won the conference, and uh, they won a regional. And they got to the first Super Regionals in school history. And it's going to be a, a more of a thing of a reload type of deal and get back to this situation next year. You can guarantee that. Yeah, and all these freshmen and anybody else that's coming back next year, they've got something to work forward to because this was really a special, special season. Yeah, it really was. And uh, just an outstanding job. This team was special, man. And they were fun to watch all year long. They competed, and they did the right thing. They were very mature. They represented the Mount in the best way possible and uh, what they did this year will never be forgotten and uh, like you said congratulations to cam and karate thank you so much for everything you did for this program and if you're a recruit or a young kid coming into this program reload and be back to where we are dave you are absolutely right chris they are going to reload they're not going to rebuild they'll reload but the thing about it is is that when you look at this team it may be the same next year but it's going to be different this year is over now you shoot towards next year a lot of things are going to be different a lot of things are going to be the same but one of the biggest things that's going to be different next year you're going to be a dad yeah it's going to be, yeah <laughs> unbelievable off season is going to be a little bit different this year and uh it's going to be special, that's for sure. You get a special run in a tournament, and you get a special moment for a personal for me and Coach Morris. And uh, we're looking forward to it, and uh, she'll be with us all the way around next year. That's absolutely right. Chris, any final thoughts about this season? Nah, special, man, special. I'll never forget it. And uh, thank you, Dave, for everything you did for this program. 
I didn't do much. You helped out too. <laughs> Thanks, man. And thank you to the Mount, Melanie Wagner, President, Blake Watson. We'll never forget this team. Thanks, guys. It's been a lot of fun to do this this year. And, of course, we've got a lot of people to thank, especially the people around here. Uh, Cyril Parnham for helping us out this season, down here at this tournament, the SID here at Salisbury. Thanks to him and his crew. Thanks to the coaching staff of Salisbury, especially the Mount St. Joseph coaching staff, Beth Goddard along with Dee Dee Morris and the rest of the staff, Brian, the trainer, everybody, the parents who listened in this year, thanks to them. And, of course, our thanks to our usual people, Dr. Williams, who is here to take in this afternoon's ball game for granting us permission to broadcast Mount St. Joseph Athletics. Athletic Director Melanie Wagner, who was here yesterday, and we had a chance to talk to her. The birthday boy, Blake Watson, whose birthday was yesterday, Sports Information Director, who sent Nate Hill down here this weekend, or thanks to him for helping things out here this weekend. And, of course, our producer, Greg Mitchell, but to our sponsors also, who have been with us all season long. Barbarian Apparel, The Wishbone Tavern, Mount St. Joseph University, Iron Sharpens Iron, Dr. Libby Spies, LIT Wellness, Indeed and Indeed Flex, The Roar Store, and Official Investigators and Security Services. But our thanks most of all go out to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell for Chris Morris, reminding you once again the final score this afternoon. The season ends in Maryland. Salisbury wins it two games to none this afternoon. Salisbury 7, the Mount nothing. Until next time, Labor Day weekend, college football begins. For Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good day, everybody.